0: Good evening, Baller Nation. It's your boy Chris Shock. I'll be back with the podcast episode. The date is November nineteenth, twenty nineteen, and as always, we're back talk to basketball. Today, November nineteenth, twenty nineteen, was kind of a tongue twister for me right there. <laughs> I don't know if y'all caught that. Yeah, <laughs> that was, uh, anyway, we're back to coops coops. and uh, I got my boy Richard. Slight work, Bustos. Yeah, all of the hands intact still. From one week to the next, one week to the next, until all right. I got my boy Andre Read him and weave West.
1: Yep, I'm reading them, and I'm weeping. <laughs>
0: Why are you why are you weeping, Andre?
2: Because
3: <laughs> we're about
0: to talk about. Why yeah, yeah we're about to find out a little bit. <laughs> uh, and as always, we're back to talk NBA hoops. Another week on board for the NBA season, and we are ready to talk uh, about the games that uh, just passed these last seven days. Before we do that, Andre, you want to talk about the injury report right. or oh, and the social media? Oh yeah, social media. Housekeeping. Uh, first, uh, if you don't already follow us, make sure to check us out on Twitter at Collar Show. That's at Collar Show. We have, uh, of course, our Instagram page, the underscore shot for our most up to the day content. That's probably where we are most active. Um, if you do follow us on Twitter, uh, we do retweet everything that we post on Instagram. So just go ahead and follow the link on those tweets and you'll find our, uh, our Instagram uh, page a lot faster. If you don't already listen to us on Apple Podcasts, check us out on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to leave a review. Five stars preferably. We are also on Anchor, Breaker. Breaker? Yeah, radio.com, Spotify, um, and Anchor. Oh, here's Anchor. But um, if we're not on your preferred method of listening and you'd rather us be on that, just let us know in the DMs or uh, through email, at gmail.com and we'll make sure to get on there. And last but not least, if you prefer a visual format of, of, of medium, uh, make sure to check us out on YouTube. We are on YouTube. I know a lot of people that still listen to YouTube in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't want to download Spotify, hey, yep. we got you covered. Um, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. We're going to cover the injury report. Andre, I think we have somebody else with a hand injury, right? That was kind of seemed to be the theme last week. Yeah. yeah that's the wild.
1: Theme of the hands, uh, going for Golden State Warriors. So D'Angelo Russell's out with a thumb injury until he, yeah, I think he is... Uh, Golden State has him out until... Sorry, there's a lot of teams on here. <laughs> a lot, lot of injuries. names. Yeah, a lot of injuries.
0: Well, while Andre looks that up, Rich, do you think it's about time that the NBA starts employing hand experts? <laughs> yeah, I definitely. see this last week as like, a joke, but now I'm starting to think <laughs> that it's yeah. a real thing. So let's
1: see. They got one, <laughs> two, three... Three Golden State Warriors out with hand injuries. D'Angelo Russell is expected three just to give. On one yeah, yeah. Reevaluated December first, so yeah, that's what that's two true. weeks. I,
3: I mean, I tried to find a expert on phalanges for this episode to interview him, but gonna, yeah, they're all so busy. I guess looking into this epidemic, they <laughs> couldn't even get back to me.
1: If we no. get a hold of a phalange expert, <laughs> so yeah, that, yeah, um, that's three injured right now. That's not counting Draymond, who who had a hand injury earlier. So you never know. It's like a finger, finger, flare. A right? hand injury.
0: Yes. yes, that's where we is a <laughs> thumb of finger. Yes, of the age old question. And, <laughs> in, the,
3: in our eyes and the shot colors eyes it definitely is
0: yeah that, that is pretty crazy you know and we like i said this last week when we think about the major injuries like the knee the ankle the quads you know the big major muscles and we've got a simple hand injury taking out you know several stars it's crazy i mean in
1: a game where you need your hand to you know make finesse ball <laughs> movements and you know put the ball in the rim that's an important piece so yeah make sure that heals up as well as possible but I guess moving on to the next team, we still have the Houston Rockets with Eric Gordon. Um, he's got a knee injury; and they're expected to be out until at least December 13th. So that kind of hampers a little bit of their, you know, ball handling and shot creating. puts a lot more, um, lot more weight on gonna, James Harden and Russell Westbrook. They're shoulder. gonna
0: have to go from 28% ISO to 31%. Dude, ISO. he's almost scoring 40 next points level, a game. Man. Like he's yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, he's going crazy. Like. You know what's funny? Um, we talked about you know would anybody be able to top forty when we were talking about you know MVPs at the beginning of the season, top ranked players. And I talked about how he, you know, he was compared to Jordan, and he has a very real chance at you know breaking that record for points per game. You know, he obviously has to maintain a ridiculous pace, but in this era where teams are averaging over 110 points, you know, uh, per game, it's very doable. Yeah, and then and the fact that they're
3: actually resting Russell Westbrook a little bit uh, on back to backs, uh, whereas he like. Before last season, he missed about, I think it was about 10 games due to injury, but before that, he played like 80 games, 79 games, 81 games, that they're actually getting him on board to sit. Like, that's pretty cool, and that will help keep James Harden at the usage that he wants to achieve his goals. What I think about him is, I don't want anyone to misconstrue this uh, as like me saying he's not hungry. I'm a huge James Harden fan, Um, personally, before we started this podcast, and I still enjoy watching him play, despite all the free throws, Um, but... I think that on top of him wanting to get the ultimate success as a team and as a champion to become a finals MVP and carry his team, I think he's also very happy with inflating or getting as high of a milestone as he can during the regular season, which is why he always goes after the MVP. He wants the scoring title. He he says these accolades mean something too. If I'm not sick, I'm going to play. Right. You know, so I, I respect that. Yeah. If you're
1: yeah. a James Harden fan and you have tickets to those games, he's, he's one on player you never have to worry about not yeah. showing up. I, like, I remember, he's going to play.
0: I remember at the beginning of the season, Rich, you mentioned that you felt like this year he might not care anymore because he's just like, whatever. Yeah. But They're he's, gonna care he's done a lot of it. Anyway, yeah. But he still definitely gives a shit about
1: <laughs> the accolades. That's, that's cool with me. I mean, I think he, he cares more about winning. And I feel like with that team, he understands like that's how much a load he needs to carry for them to win every day. Yeah. But
0: without diving too much into, into the Rockets, one thing that's interesting about um Who James Harden Aiden, no they're streaking they're definitely streaking so of course that's why A-game Russell Westbrook streak, is right? so happy, yeah. right we'll see how how he does when they run into some real adversity but um James Harden is actually scoring more points per game on less usage believe it or not um he's running ISO less yeah. than he has before and um I I don't know the exact efficient uh, you know field goal percentage um uh, or true shooting right now compared to last month oh, sorry compared to last year but uh, it could be that he's just shooting you know that many more free throws but either way, it's good to see them, you know, picking it up after not the hottest of right. starts. He's, uh, he's yeah.
1: averaging 14.5 free throws compared to 11 from last season. So, yeah, so it's that's gonna, up. Three and a half more. Definitely yeah. getting to
0: the line. Yeah. Um, they are in a seven, eight game winning streak.
1: Yeah, going on eight games now. Yeah, right?
0: so uh, it's good to see because I think uh, it'll make for some really good basketball come postseason time when you have two mvps playing on the same team everybody's going to tune in and watch that uh what else we got on the injury yeah but- so
1: the last biggest injury um was the best team in the east boston celtics uh marcus smart going down with a look like a nasty ankle injury but it turns out it's just sprained. so um it's actually gonna be a game time di- game time decision to see if he plays uh their next game but, well, it feels uh, like yeah a, i feel like they might sit him out just yeah. to be safe and what do
0: you call it when things get worse when you already an epidemic yeah. no <laughs> He just had double. I guess. he he got less things like because he right? he missed that floater at the end of the game to uh, to win it. I don't know if you oh, guys adding that insult too. to injury. Yeah, there you adding go. Adding injury to an insult. Adding injury to <laughs> insult. Yeah, that'd be the yeah. better way to say it. He we missed lost. that floater at the end of the game, dude. That you know what's crazy if you look at uh, Kawhi's shot last year that he <clears> made against Philly. That that's like the one shot that should just bounce off. So like mid court oh, and it touch, bounced man. four times off of the rim and went in. He got and that Marcus Smart, It was like the softest <laughs> floater and it like sat on the rim and it mm-hmm. decided to roll out the front. And uh, like,
3: John wow. Morant had a, game, had a game winner for Memphis. Not exactly game winner at the buzzer, but with like about a second left and that had a real soft touch too, going uh, in a crowd to the rim and yeah. getting that win. So that was pretty clutch too. And, you were saying soft touch. It reminded me of Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, you knew it. He was within three feet. He didn't have to get straight to the rim. Didn't room. have to do much. He yeah. kind of just toss it up there. It take three soft bounces and go right in. Uh, a little, little, just dink, and then yeah. we just dump right
0: into the basket. So, yeah,
1: solid fundamentals. But <laughs> just, yeah,
0: just a little bit from that game. But I don't even remember who it was. I'm just remembering because I watched it after they won that game. It was so close that you know they like I said they missed that, that he missed that floater at the end of the game. Who was the guy on the Suns that got? A fine for kicking the ball into the stands.
3: Oh, that was a <laughs> on the win. Uh, a twenty-five thousand dollar fine. Oh man, they fined. Jesus, twenty-five
1: thousand dollar punt.
3: Yeah, because because it could have hit a fan in the face. Is what the man? They all
1: would. Is. I would gladly have taken that. That's free ball, game
0: ball. That was it was an Ubre, was it?
1: That no. seemed seemed like an Ubre thing. thing?
0: Was it Devin Booker?
1: Hell yeah! <laughs> but nah, anyway, it <laughs> it's just
0: funny, man. I mean, the excitement took over. They kicked the ball into the stands, and he got fined twenty five grand. So yeah. I'm sure he regrets that, despite the uh, the emphatic win. Yeah. No, that wasn't against that wasn't the Suns because the Suns lost to the Celtics. Now I'm even messing up the teams. Rich, we'll come back to that one (laughs) because that's a cool little bit. Yeah,
1: last big injury note. So, Paul George came back. He's been tearing it up for the Clippers. But Kawhi Leonard's been out with a knee injury. He's missed the last three games in a row. So, hopefully we'll get to see him come back and uh, play with Paul George so we can get an idea of what the Clippers are looking like when they're completely healthy. But that pretty much covers it for the injury report. Will we ever
0: really see a full strength Clippers, if you like, between all the uh, load management, the the actual injuries now? You know, Paul George is finally back, but are they ever going to, you know, kind of be on the same
1: spectrum? I feel like they got to get a couple reps in just to see, you know, how things are going to work out come playoff time.
3: Yeah, I don't think they want a uh, Philadelphia 76ers situation where they didn't play their full lineup until like maybe twice since... They made that trade for uh, for Tobias Harris. Yeah. Uh, to answer the question from earlier, Buddy Healed is the one that got fined. Oh, the okay. Yeah. It was, yeah it was, I was, that's okay, I had yeah. The wrong game. I was watching but, that game too. Yeah. yeah he locked so. up that payday and then gave a little bit back. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, the NBA saying like you can't kick the ball ever under any circumstances. Yeah. And like I kind of so think so if he would have like,
0: punted it like across the court and hit nobody. Like hit he still p- would have gotten fine. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of like when they know. when
3: they throw the when they bounce the ball off the off the ground or oh, yeah. off the court. Or just a hard
1: You
0: get a fine there. Yeah. You are to find there. Yeah. What do you like, what what like
1: trying to land it in the rim though? Just like oh, uh, like a trick shot. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the game. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you will be fine then.
0: <laughs> well, so that does it yeah. for our injuries. Um, we're gonna move into what the segment that we kicked off last week. So basically, if you didn't listen last week, we had a contest where we were picking uh, two basically even games according to Vegas that could pretty much swing either way um and then we also each picked an upset game so we picked two regular games and then one upset game upset game is basically anybody who's a five and a half or or worse underdog uh we have to pick them and if they win we get two points so let's tally up the votes guys oh and while we're at it we're gonna recap those games oh wait
1: wait wait wait. i forgot about one player on the injury report (laughs) so this has to do with the game that i lost one of the games i missed so malcolm brogdon goes down at uh, the beginning of the Indiana and Houston Rockets game. So they were already missing Eric Gordon. That's kind of why I led with. What, what did he uh, go down with? Uh,. This back lower back pain lower back. Oh. yeah it was lower back pain so always the killer one yeah he's, mm-hmm. he's 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 young but he's got old man like aches and pains i mean, so. I feel like
3: an old man every time my back hurts dude it's it's debilitating man yeah, like it does it's, it's like you just try to get out of bed and then something goes crazy and you can't like move you can't go to work yeah sometimes you can't breathe i was gonna take a trip to japan with you guys and that morning, my back went out, and I had to fly was like, with, like, a super painful – I
1: thought you were going to say, I, I just couldn't go to Japan. I was <laughs> yeah, like, oh, so <laughs> well, dude sure I, was, it I was there, about right? to go to Japan. It, yeah. And
3: like, it was real painful laying <laughs> down in, in, in that bed that night. Yeah, until, and you know, probably didn't game. help
1: to be on a plane for 14 hours either. But anyway, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. that Malcolm Brown injury – Yeah, kind of ruined it for me. And
3: it tilted <laughs> the scales in my favor, too, on the next game because I had bet on the Milwaukee Bucks to beat Indiana. Oh, so, my God, On a
0: back-to-back right you've yeah, yeah, been balling right. out so well so, so yeah. let's recap the games real quick guys uh we'll go through the normal games and then um, i'm just gonna go down the list and you guys talk about what you saw in that game so richard you you actually won a perfect three for three the first game you picked was toronto over portland in yeah. portland
3: and there i had naysayers saying i wasn't gonna i was gonna fall behind this week I rose above. Like Who Pascal are the naysayers? all the This man. This <laughs> elephant man right here. Yeah, it was oh, definitely man. one of those
0: uh, t- way too way too soon takes, you know. Oh, but uh, first Dude. game wasn't even over yet for Richard, and Dude. I was already calling <laughs> yeah, it. Sure. I had not even play the game yet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, man, Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, they had lost Kyle Lowry playing without him, and they still shut out. Uh, um, ronde Hollis Hallis-Jefferson was dunking stuff, just going up strong, going to the rim. Uh, and then Damian Lillard, you know, they – they had a great defense against them. There was a game where
1: he shot like uh he had, like uh, I got to hear he 60 had, or some crazy. he made like a crazy amount and they still lost. No, no, no.
3: That's the game where they held them to 2 for 12, 9 oh, points. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were show, they were doing what they've been doing uh, to teams all season. They were just yeah. blitzing they the ball handler.
1: held why down? They held LeBron down. Yeah,
3: they were blitzing the ball and handler and getting the ball out of his hand and, you know, it, it allowed uh guys like CJ and and uh and Anthony Simons to get about 19 points, 17 points. Uh, respectively, but uh, you no, know,
1: I don't want to go off on a tangent here. But you know who didn't hold down, right? Hassan Whiteside. Nah, uh, I mean you uh, can't hold him down. <laughs> Let's be real. No, nah, <laughs> our man Luka Doncic. Oh yeah,
3: yeah the yeah, Raptors. Yeah. yeah, but before we get ahead of ourselves, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, man, it was it was great just to homerism.
1: see. Yeah, yeah their uh, their
3: defense is looking good. Fred Van Vliet with the assist of Siakam, like just that spin move, man. It, I had me tweeting like you just <laughs> like it's like a 50, Once Siakam gets the ball going downhill from the wing at an angle, where he, where he can go baseline. Like your your defensive player in this case it was Mario Hazonia, has to try to cut him off and if he thinks you're going to commit to that to that uh baseline drive he has the spin to go right around you and if you're gonna, if you're going to predict the spin he can just spin right back he's got yeah. that he's Dang, he's got, got lith quick he's like a revolving door he goes yeah. one way come back exactly, the other exactly yep. and then he can dunk it he's got the power he's got the length and um we'll see what happens as he keeps developing as we see he can develop year after year mm-hmm. in the during the playoff season run for the Raptors like. He did show some, some the like it. He did show like a vulnerability getting slowed down by bigger players or more physical on him, like Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if he's gonna keep developing and be able to like slither around those guys uh, effectively. You're
1: get some more finesse around the rim. Yeah, yeah so
3: that's kind of what I'm seeing. Uh, and so yeah, I mean, he, they were putting Portland in dire straits, man. And they were like, we need some help. They were getting outscored and. They did make an acquisition to try to get some scoring going, and I can't believe we've been burying the lead this long.
1: Yeah, Carmelo Anthony joined the Portland Trailblazers, signed with him, what, Saturday? Friday? It was Friday night. Um, First game is actually right now playing against New Orleans Pelicans. Mm -hmm. Made his debut. Yeah.
3: He's scoring kind of efficiently uh chose not to uh make his debut at home maybe right. a little bit less pressure yeah, they're on a road. road
1: they're like on a six game road trip right now yeah, so, they, yeah they actually
3: wanted him to play this past weekend they said yeah. hey let's go ahead and play right now and he said hey i need a little time to kind of get, get, get back yeah. into it yeah uh what, what his quote was something like uh there's a difference between training like in hope of getting an opportunity and then once you get the opportunity like it puts a whole new kind of fire in you to train even harder so i'm sure he just needed some time to really mentally prepare himself for the for the road and the game and uh, hopefully it works out it's a non-guaranteed contract it won't be guaranteed unless he uh, sticks around i think until january 12th
1: they can cut him anytime before that but do you think it's worth the experiment for the trailblazers i mean i don't think portland has much to lose at this point they need additional scoring cj's kind of slipped hassan's kind of he's there.
0: Hassan, yeah. without saying, yeah. talking too much crap about him it seems just completely checked out of the offense and the defense yeah we already knew he was kind of a defensive liability but I don't know if you guys, you guys I knew you guys were watching part of that Portland game that was going on right before we recorded this but he, he looked like, like he's seen a ghost out there right? Uh, really mm-hmm. nonchalant just kind of jogging back and forth Yeah, it's not like, really trying to you know this is, hustle This reverse, is what, yes exactly which is so what Portland's used to he's got athletic gifts and
3: he's definitely aged uh, he did come into the league at age 25 he was a really old like kind of to get his to get his start for a reason because his attitude wasn't always in line which is why he got traded out of Miami but what I kind of gather is watching some of his games for the weekend, like he just picks the spot. Like, okay, he's going to roll, right? And he's like, okay, I know I'm not going to shoot this shot. It's going to go to CJ or Dame. The rebound will probably go here. So he'll kind of drift to where that's going to go. And then if it doesn't go to him, he's not going to fight to get over bodies to get to it. He's right. like, oh, they're going to kind of drive in this area. I'm all. And that's kind of how uh, Portland plays defense. They let the big sag back and really discourage you know shots at the rim. But he's like, oh, if they don't come to me, I'm not coming to them. So that's kind of what I see from him. And it's really disappointing because – you know, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum are, opposite of are putting is, yeah, and they're, they're putting like kind of his trust saying, You know, we'll take him under our wing and make this work. They they're kind of putting stock in him.
0: So, so to so. shortly answer your question, Rich, yes, he's worth the investment because I think there's plenty of minutes to go around right now. And, uh, and if you're getting nothing to lose, if you're like getting nothing from Mario Zonia and Zach Collins is injured, like you,
3: gotta
1: some, you got to try something. They've got no exactly. one at the four to play, yeah. yeah. So they need some offense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well tonight it. um Last we checked, they
0: were down 11 against New Orleans, so we'll see how that game turns out. Okay, next game's game. not playing though. So, yeah, next game on the list, uh, I picked the Timberwolves to handle the Spurs at home, and they sure did. They went 129 to 114. Uh, you guys have talked week over week about Andrew Wiggins, namely Andre, not quite on the train yet. I, I just booked the Uber to the train station, but <laughs> I haven't quite gotten on yet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I, I can see what you're talking about for sure. He was plus 24, uh, that night against the Spurs. Um, he was uh he was playing against Br- uh, Brian Byron, Brian I can't Bryn I Forbes Bryn Forbes there you go. <laughs> Bryn he Forbes. was playing against Brent Forbes so he he slightly outsized Bryn Forbes didn't have a whole lot of experience you know he averaged you know eight points a game to his, throughout his career, um so the experience wasn't quite there so you know he kind of took advantage of that, uh but he had a little bit of everything he had a block he had eight eight rebounds seven assists thirty points uh, led all scorers so. It's crazy because we talk about the hot start that Anthony, uh, that Andrew, Carl Anthony Towns got off to at the beginning of the year, and you know we were talking about you know how it looked like he had MVP numbers shooting fifty percent. Ever since he got suspended, it's like something flipped in in uh, Andrew Wiggins' head, and, mm-hmm. and he was just like, you know what, this is my opportunity to really take over. And they've drawn up the script to where he seems to be the primary ball handler uh, majority of the time, uh, even though he doesn't play the traditional point guard role. Um, I would like to see him drive a little bit more to the rim just because he—he he, I feel like he could definitely improve his game if he's visiting the, the, the charity stripe a little bit more. He yeah. only took two free not throws. Not as many free throws night. as you would think he yeah. should get, right? Um, and that you could probably chalk that up to a little bit of, uh, from his past, you know, kind of selling for the mid-range jumper. You're not going to draw a whole lot of fouls there. Um, so if he drives a little bit more, I think he'd get, you know, a few more free throws in his game and his arsenal. And then if that becomes part of his game, he can definitely become a real threat. You know, somebody who can average 30 points a game and become your primary, uh, scorer. Yeah. And then you have to put that next to Anthony Towns. Like, who do you guard? How yeah, do you right. guard that? You can't play zone. You're going to get freaking, he's going to slash the room. And then, you know, you got a Anthony Towns who is a stretch four mm-hmm. and kill you from the outside or the inside. So it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And he's got the athleticism for it. So it'll be really scary to see some of those plays drop. I'm really interested to see them playing the posts, and then maybe some backdoor cuts to Andrew Wiggins. See what he does there. No.
3: Yeah, props to Ryan Saunders. I said this last week, but the coaching has to get some credit. If, you're, if they're if they're they're literally telling him it's you know, nine day difference, right? And, yeah. and influencing him, saying this is where you've been shooting. It's not going to be the most successful for you. We think you're really going to thrive in these spots. Look for these spots, and like you got to cr- give credit where credit is due. If they if they were to make the playoffs, like look at him for, to get a uh, coach of the year, some yeah. votes at least. So yeah, and yeah. The, I
1: guess cool. the biggest thing for I don't want to harp hamper too much on this, but um, You talked about getting to, you know, more efficient positions for a shot. And the way to do that is like focusing on that handle. So, JV, you touched on this. Wiggins has been putting the ball on the ground. He's been the primary ball handler. So, the, I guess, to me, uh, the, most, um, the most glaring change or improvement from him is like his ball handle. It's tighter. He's able to get to the spots where he wants to get. He's comfortable. Well, he's using his strength yeah, to protect yeah. the ball when he's yeah.
0: when he is driving. He doesn't drive. He, I wish he could r- drive even more. Right. But one thing I noticed is when he does drive, he does protect the ball ball a little bit more. And I mean, he's built that way. Yeah. Think about they call him Maple Jordan. I never even knew that until like last year. <laughs> um. But that's part of it, right? He has the strength to be able to drive and not get beat up. Right. And use his strength to really protect the ball and then you know get a favorable shot. So. Um, the reason I say I'm not on the train yet is because we're only what? We're, we, we haven't it's completed yeah. month one. Still, yeah, exactly. So we got to do it a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's fair.
0: Uh, next game was Andre, and I believe you missed on this one, Andre. So we're we doing. Uh, you picked Detroit. Uh, yeah, no, I know. No, uh, um, at Charlotte. To take yeah, to so take...
1: Detroit at Charlotte. So, um, yeah, pretty much my rationale for this was David or Blake Griffin coming back and Derek Rose. So I felt like um, them playing together would be enough to um, give Charlotte a run for their money. And pretty much they did up until uh, the last 23 seconds of the game. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You decided to fade away? (laughs) Well, no. um, So Williams hit a three-point shot to tie it up. They're down three. uh, Detroit's up three. Uh, They tie it up. And then uh, Detroit gets the ball again. Um, Derrick Rose turns it over. And then uh, what's his name? Uh, Malik, no, not Malik Monk. It was, no, it wasn't Malik Monk. And yeah. Actually, it was Mc- Malik Monk. Gotcha. Yeah, he made the the buzzer beater three to put mm. them up uh, three at the end of the game. Broke so, your heart. It did because uh, Detroit they had a decent lead. It wasn't double digits, but it was like close to like eight or nine for the majority of the game. So. Um, I feel like andre yeah. likes
0: the grinders
1: that's why you i do like the grinders but you know i just which is i expect that, if
0: you really think about the way they play
1: I'm, I'm high on blake griffin i think he's a very talented player and he's always improved his game year after year he's always added something more but it's always been the injury mm-hmm. thing with him so you never know how many good games you're gonna get so i believe with him and like derrick rose's improvement that they would have been able to um overcome charlotte um derrick rose has been scoring efficiently um, getting to the round, you know, putting up good shots and stuff.
0: I'm a little disappointed, honestly, with, with the play calling over there. Um, from the little bit that I've seen, I really wish they would run the pick-and-roll a bit more
1: because we, I talked about this before the
0: season started. Derrick Rose it, runs the pick-and-roll. He's like top 25 yeah. in efficiency from the pick-and-roll. And I see a lot of play calls where he's running ISO. No screen, not even off-ball screens, nothing. He's just driving to the rim and then I guess hoping to draw that second defender. Um, if you he can, he'll finish, and he does have a nice touch. You know, we've seen that for years from him. Uh, barring the injury, you know, we'd probably be talking about Derrick Rose in a different light. But the fact that they're not running the pick-and-roll with him and Blake Griffin, especially with the perimeter threat that Blake Griffin has become, I'm really disappointed. I wish they would do that a lot more.
1: Yeah, that's something I, I wish Dwayne Casey probably did do more because you didn't see too much of that either in Toronto when he was up there. So I think that's uh, something that they could probably add to their game. But, yeah, that was that was my game. Uh, Detroit lost by three. Um uh, should I do both both mods right
3: now. Uh, I can go to my next one. Right. So I had Philadelphia losing to the Thunder, and that was the one I was kind of the most dicey on. But I mean, Danilo Gallinari had a game, man. Like he was looking I feel so, like he always has a game. <laughs> nah, he was looking so smooth, man. And I was watching uh, Paul George's comeback over the weekend too, where he was just lighting it up, scoring like crazy. And I want to kind of go into about uh, going on Paul George as well. Uh, you were asking if the Clippers will ever be healthy at the same time. Wait, I think, are you doing? You do I think Clippers OKC. No, no, no. I did a Philadelphia versus OKC. Okay, but yeah. I wanted to compare Danilo Gallinari to uh, Paul George because they actually played over the weekend too, yeah. uh, which I want to get to later because JV was asking about if the like Clippers will ever right? be all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just talking about uh, Paul George earlier, I was saying, man, he's looking so smooth out there coming mm-hmm. back from injury. Didn't look like he was ever gone. So he was throwing them iron shoulders. Around no, dude, him. You got <laughs> these new shoulders. <laughs> so he got you got like, shoulders, oh. man. Looking like a looking like a fucking superhero, just knocking <laughs> yeah. dudes down. Like, <laughs> Like a battery room. Don't hurt yourself. And so I was I was saying, like, man, this guy looks so smooth. And then when I was watching Real Danilo smooth. Gallinari, I was like, man, this guy looks smooth too. Uh, <laughs> like I need another adjective. So I was like, man, this guy looks svelte. He's just getting wherever he wants to go. Like, man, <laughs> Spelt. silky. Yeah, svelte. Just uh just mm. like flowing. Like getting wherever he wants to, using the length, skying for rebounds. Uh just not going too fast or too slow, going around screens, shooting pull up threes. Like they ended up going to overtime. He ended up missing the two to uh to force or to, to win the game at the buzzer but then when it went to overtime he hit a 3 hit four free throws it was a perfect 11-11 from the line uh Chris Paul had 20 every time Chris Paul had 24 no sorry 27 27 points 8 rebounds 5 assists like his probably best game as a as a member of the Thunder and that crowd was they were at Oklahoma City that crowd is sold out man you look at other games you watch the Pelicans play uh, seats are empty. Yeah, you look at the uh, record-holding Dallas Mavericks, like sellout consecutive record. That's a lie. Like, yeah, they give out these tickets to, like charities Corporates. and buy people to come. Yeah. They're not those; those asses are not in seats. But the Oklahoma City Thunder, after after their team has been decimated year after year with injuries or first-round flameouts, trade away yeah. Russell Westbrook, oh, yeah. and they have a legit sellout. Like these old people are just like going ham in the stands. Like, I mean, that's, that's that's
0: part of the reason why they brought the Sonics down. Because if you remember the, the year that, that new Orleans got, you know, relocated because Mm -hmm. of Katrina, they were playing in Oklahoma and and, Chris Paul was over there. Yeah, And they were like crazy, you know, just like they loved it. They were crazy, flamboyant and like out there really about their team. And, you know, they knew that this was, that was their opportunity to really show that they could be a, a, a strong fan base. And that ultimately led to Seattle moving down there, and they continued that despite all the kind of like drama that's been going on for the last, what, five years? Mm-hmm. Not really knowing what your team identity is. go from having three MVPs to three none. Three MVPs to none, yeah. And you're still filling the arena? That huge props to the Oklahoma City uh, fan
1: base Fan base, right? yeah. yeah it's they're a- showing out, man.
3: It's awesome. And so, like, as far as on the other side of the ball goes, uh, the 76ers had their jimmies rustled a little bit about the foul disparity. Uh, the Oklahoma Oklahoma City Thunderhead received uh, 23 fouls compared to Philadelphia's 32 and even Brett Brown was saying sometimes the whistle is just a hard whistle blah 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 and like you know that can be the case for sure sometimes but They're i mean i hate playing Houston if you look at the uh, <laughs> if, if you look at the foul drawing or the number of fouls committed per team Philadelphia is fifth in the league fifth most Whereas Oklahoma City is 24th uh, from the top, so a huge disparity there. Yeah. It just means that as good of a defensive team as we want Philadelphia to be, they need to not be as handsy and learn more about that. As intimidating as they seem with their length, that length can get you in trouble sometimes. Uh, comp- and then on top of that, like the the Sixers started out five and zero. They have gone uh, three and five since then. Ooh. Three, two and five at the time that I watched this game. But um, but yeah, so like they kind of were slipping and sliding. Some of it has to do with uh, the way their offense is made up. I was talking to Andre before the show recorded. Uh, ben Simmons not shooting threes. We all know that that's like, an issue in some instances, and Ben Simmons is a really good player, I mean, has a lot of talent. He needs but to shoot. Yeah. It just is real weird to see that your best player, who I would say is Joel Embiid looking unstoppable in the post, he's given that up to space the floor for Ben Simmons, shooting his best percentage from three and also the most attempt from three, two from Joel Embiid, whereas... Ben Simmons uh, is, you know, the one handling the ball and kind of taking those opportunities away. So we'll see how that goes throughout the throughout the year. They're definitely experimenting. I think they're happy with any seed that they get as long as it's top four. Uh, but they're definitely going to be disappointed if they don't make the conference finals. So yeah. we'll see what happens.
0: Let me use the, uh, your mention of Ben Simmons three-pointers to go ahead and shout out my boy DJ, <laughs> who I made a bed with, and I said I would uh, mention this every show. I haven't yet, but I'll take this opportunity to say that Philadelphia is 13 games in, and Ben Simmons has yes to take a free throw. I Whoa. mean, a uh, three-pointer. What was, what was the bet? <laughs> the bet was that he wouldn't make a single three-pointer before the All-Star break. Jeez, that's still February. And yeah, he has not even taken one. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. I feel so I good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good. It's
3: looking good right now. I wonder what will happen if Andrew Wiggins falls off the wagon, or if Ben Simmons starts making threes. Which one's going to happen first? I if either one, no. I'm
1: well, not we've on. seen evidence of one thing actually happening. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not. He, he needs to at least take an attempt. Man. Yep. Yep. Three uh, games.
0: We only yeah. got one. The all star Ray was. Approximately what fifty
3: games? It, it seems like a mental thing, man. Because the the coaches will say, oh, he may, takes corner threes in practice and making an eight out of twelve or eight out of ten. Sounds like when you hear Dwight Howard and Shaq taking free throws before the yeah. game starts, and
0: then you know bricking it or DeAndre Jordan. I don't want to spend too I much time here. Sure. It,
1: it, yeah, I don't. I don't want to spend too much
0: time, but it's literally just the mechanics, dude. He doesn't he he doesn't move. Okay, so you got to be able to shoot threes in motion sometimes, like catch. Unless you're just straight up catch and shoot, which I think why the hell would ju- that's all they want? That's all they want. Just and shoot threes. Yeah.
1: Well, he still doesn't. He, he
0: pulls up like he pulls up like a left hander, but he pushes with his right. Really awkward. Yeah, he shoots with the wrong hand.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to dive That's into a Ben game. Simmons. That's a, we can dedicate a whole episode to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: let's go to Andre. Your next game was you also got this one, and you talked about your misfortune in this one. But Indiana over Houston, they did not pull that off.
1: Yeah, Malcolm Brogdon went down with, as we mentioned before, uh, lower back pain in the first nine minutes. Uh, they were up. Uh, when he was in the game and then as soon as he went out, uh, things kind of went awry. Uh, the bench bench unit actually did pretty well. Doug McDermott was hitting shots. TJ McConnell was a good playmaker for them, but yeah, Indiana's kind of been decimated by injuries. Um, you know, you had Evan Turner out, uh, you got (sighs) Malcolm Brogdon was out too. Victor Oladipo is out. So, um, didn't have much going for them outside of, you know, Aaron holiday, uh, the other holiday kid, I forget his name. Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say Justin, I wasn't sure if that was right. But yeah, uh, they they did all right. Sabonis so was kind of really trying to carry them, uh, going or at least the offense for Indiana, and they they did well. But um, Harden was just too much for them to stop. He shot efficiently, finished forty-two percent from three, uh, put up over forty points. Um, Russ kind of kept Indiana in it, which was another thing I was betting on uh, Russ being inefficient.
3: Uh, Can't handle him at his yeah, worst, so. Brooke. You don't deserve him at his best, Brook. Andre. Yeah, see, I wanted, I, I was
1: kind of betting on that. And then Broggan making plays based off of transition from some of those bad shots. Man. Like Russ actually shot, um, he shot 23%, five of 21. So that's a lot of rebounds that, um, Indiana could have got away. Can't really bet on Westbrook
3: being
0: inefficient these days,
3: man. And they didn't have a. Unfortunately for the Pacers in that game, they didn't have Miles Turner. Yeah, Miles Turner. He actually made his debut. If you want to transition to my game, (laughs) the next day, where uh, they came back and played against the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks did take the win. By the the way, did you mention
0: that the last one you talked about was your upset? So you got two points for them, putting you at three. Andre, so far no points. I got two. You got two points. I got. Oh, I hate my your upset. I yeah. oh, upset. Gotcha. I'm right now sitting at one point, point. Yeah. y'all left my y'all left me with the last two games. But I'll talk about oh. them after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Yeah, well, well I haven't that. talked about
1: my upset. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Have I- have we talked about upsets? Yet? Well, that's
0: what I was saying. I'm, I'm telling tallying it up for the people listening. Right okay, okay, you, okay. You, yeah. So I got zero it, points right now. Zero I'm points so blood. far, Rich. You're about to chalk up your th- your fourth point. Yeah, all you- the points. yeah <laughs> exactly.
3: I hit both of my even games, and I hit this upset, or I hit the upset previous to that, yeah. which was the Oklahoma City game against the Sixers. This is my next even game where Milwaukee did take care of business against Indiana. It was. Handling. It was Miles Turner's first game back. He was mentioning how after the game about how his ankle was bothering him. Watching him. Like I could see during maybe the third quarter that it was kind of a uh, he was kind of struggling a little so, bit. This was Saturday game, right? Yeah, but he could have played for But dude, he was a uh, he was keeping pace with Giannis at times. He blocked a bunch of shots. I think he had five blocks. He blocked Giannis at the rim. Like you know, he's of course this is not a like a uh, in, like, groundbreaking analysis. He's really good <laughs> and he's good at defense too. But man, taking shots, energy, like you couldn't tell that the ankle was bothering. Maybe it was un- adrenaline or whatever it might have been, but. Uh, at the Good end old of the day, fashioned load management. They couldn't stop Giannis, man. Like, it he was, was called a cortisol shot. He oh, shot a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. What uh, is that called? Deer antler spray. I'm kidding, oh, I'm kidding, God. I'm kidding. Uh, but anyway, Giannis shot three threes. So he's shooting 32% on the season, which Scary. is kind of a threat. Yeah. yeah. People are tweeting it like I saw a tweet uh, this weekend saying people talk about Giannis shooting threes. Like people talk about rogue nations developing nuclear weapons, it's scary for everyone else, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, but anyway, yeah, Yanis shot 32% uh, from three, um, hitting three tonight, 16 God, for 50 on the season. I'm sorry, yeah, it yeah. is. He can do whatever he wants, he can yeah. just get right to the rim, he can block people. He's like a stretch five. What no, are you the moment do you mean? He starts getting guys to chase the pump fake, it's over, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, if people chase Joel Embiid pump fake, which is like this. But it looks so realistic. And that guy goes this way. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it can happen for Giannis too. Don't get me wrong. If he just shortens the stroke. Yeah. Uh, he could. Yeah. And then so it's kind of long. Yeah. Turner had 16 points, 11 rebounds, and four blocks. Sorry, I misspoke a little four bit. Four blocks. Giannis that had 26, old. 13 with six assists. So like Giannis looks like the complete player, man. Like Giannis, like MVP. A,
0: Giannis, maybe. Definitely, he's in the race. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: guy, that guy's crazy. That's all I gotta say is that Giannis is crazy. Miles Turner's really good. Sabonis is good too. I hope that Mal, uh, that
0: uh, Malcolm Brogdon gets back healthy because that yeah. got they really miss his slashing
3: and navigating to the rim
0: through the pick and roll. So. One man's uh, tra- uh, trash is another man's treasure. Yeah, yeah. In actually, this ca- Giannis- in this case, Malcolm Brogdon injury uh, <laughs> was yeah. Andre's trash yeah, exactly. and became Richard's treasure. Woo! And Very you got game. the
1: you got the benefit from Turner coming back too. That is the worst. Okay, but uh, um, you want to? I'll go
0: into my next game. It was the Mavericks and the Raptors. I picked the Raptors to to handle business and take care of the Mavericks uh, at the American Airlines Center. So they were the visiting team. Um, the Mavs have, always have this year have done better on the road. Um, they were about 50-50, um, before this game, uh, but they were able to win that game 110-102. Uh, what I noticed is because the Raptors did lead early is they're playing a lot more, <clears throat> uh, man-to-man, but I feel like that's what contributed to the, to the, um, the backcourt having such success um pascal was kind of having not a field day because he actually shot poorly in the end of the when it all said and done really um well. but he was dishing out passes i mean there were several times where uh, norman powell and fred van vliet were just wide open on the wings and just you know drilling those those are their shots they're gonna hit those all day um andre said this during the game man they're sleeping on norman powell i think people know who he is now after last year but he definitely showed us that he's a the perimeter threat that you want out of your two guard and of course fred van vliet stepping in for Kyle Lowry while he's out talked about this last week he's a starting caliber point guard and he showed it uh, a lot of hustle from this team you know uh, a few times they were diving for balls but um, ultimately when your your number one option and Pascal Siakam is shooting I believe he's shooting 25 percent from the field uh, you're probably not going to win especially when he's taking more shots than anybody else the backcourt did their job is just they couldn't finish it out um, like I said they led for for a good part of the game and then the Mavericks just kind of started running away with this on Luka Doncic's back which Andre talked about Lucas is just having MVP caliber season. I think uh, what will hold back is a team success. Um, we had somebody tweet us saying that we're sleeping on the Mavericks. I don't think that they're going to, that Lucas. he's telling us he thinks that Lucas is going to fail. We never or said Lucas. saying is gonna, that we say that, that we say that. Yeah. But we've never Luke. said that Lucas is going to fail. He's going to have his monster year. He's going to have a lot of success. We even said they were going to get better, but do I think better necessarily means the playoffs? Not quite yet. We'll see. The, the jury's still out on that a guy can have an mvp season as we saw with Russell Westbrook and still get bounced in the first round. See, look so, at look
1: at what's going on with Dame right now. mvp level numbers and they're they're not yeah, winning. Yeah, and they're so. still not winning, right? Yeah.
0: He had a what a 60 point loss. Yeah. Like it can still happen. So while he's having a great individual season, I still want to see more from the rest of the team. One thing that does bode well for the Mavericks and they had it in this game is when they have five or more players going double digits, even if it's in the low teens, they're 6 and 3. Mm-hmm. Um I mean the biggest game was when they had like nine guys in just the nuggets right mm-hmm. um it's just that's why that's where the inconsistency lies because you just don't have you, know, you don't know that who's going to give death. you what yeah. yeah you don't you don't know what to expect from guys like like Dwight Powell um Devontae Seth, Wright uh. That's it, don't they? Right yeah. Delon right. Delon Wright. <laughs> right. right, right. <laughs> yeah, and um, so and, and that's where I'm still kind of skeptical. Mm-hmm. So I still feel like the jury's
3: out. I mean, we're only sixteen games in. The comparison that I would make to kind of further the point and what I said at the beginning of the season is like I'm not super high on all the starters. I think they're kinda Bench caliber. If you were to put them on other teams, Benchy, if you will, Benchy. None of the Um, other starters would start on a
1: contending team. So,
3: so Norman Powell uh, had a great showing off the bench against the Raptors or against the Mavericks for the Raptors, and then uh, previously he did. He wasn't. He was a little bit more inconsistent, and that's what happens when you're on the bench. You plug in guys. Hopefully, it's deep, and whoever's hot that can carry you but you want a consistent effort out of your starters. Look at Fred Van Vliet last season. He was the bench kind of heat check guy, but now he's the second or the first most, most consistent guy on the Raptors team, even in Kyle Lowry's absence. So that's what you want out of your starters. And that's not exactly what you're getting out of every starter on the Mavericks team. Exactly. Um, The lineups are changing like crazy. They're still experimenting. So there's definitely room to grow and, you know, not saying that you should start blaring alarm sirens in Dallas or that you should start, you know, uh, crying wolf or, or whatever. But um, so, this game against the Spurs that Luca had, where he had his 40 point triple double, the youngest to do it besides LeBron, that's awesome. And the first thing that Luca did was shout out uh, Dorian Finney Smith, which is great too, because he was do- doing a yeah, great a career job high, finishing, yeah. shooting threes with confidence, and he can be the starter at times, but you don't know if you're going to get 15 points per game out of him, or 13 points per game out of him. It's or even compare. 35% from three yeah. out of him, crazy. If you
0: look, look last year, I mean, Luca's averaging nine assists this year. He wasn't averaging that many assists last year, and that has a lot to do with who's around you. Like, yeah, you can be a facilitator all day, but if you don't have a team around you that's gonna hit those mm-hmm. shots, you're not gonna It doesn't gonna matter, do yeah.
3: Yeah, on the bright side, Luke is looking super uh, svelte in a different way. His, his body looks good. Looking he, like MVP. He had an offseason to actually train and and, uh, and get ready for this 82-game season. He looks as
0: fast as he is this year. Yeah. <laughs> at, <laughs> at, at, uh, Last year, I couldn't tell how many miles an hour he was running. <laughs> was,
3: yeah, JB was saying, he's running faster than the other guys on the court, but it still <laughs> looks slow. <laughs> he doesn't look fast. Now yeah. he looks fast. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so that's pretty cool, and I think he is less likely to hit the NBA wall. You know, uh, last year he wasn't ready for an 82-game season. It was obvious in his play and his drop in in efficiency. And in previous years, since he was like 16, 15, he's 20 now, guys. uh, He's been playing in tournaments all over Europe, so this is the first time to really get acclimated to that lifestyle. So hopefully that consistent play can continue and the Mavericks can surprise some people. Them and the Suns look to be like, uh, early really? favorites to make the playoffs over right. some other teams like the Kings and the Pelicans and
0: maybe even the Spurs, because some people are pretty down I mean, on the New Spurs. Minnesota right too.
3: They're yeah. in there too. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, you got your last game to talk about?
0: Yeah. So at this point, uh, Richard is at a perfect four uh, points. Uh, Andre sitting at two and I'm sitting at one, but I did hit my upset pick. I picked uh, Orlando to take care of Philadelphia on a back-to-back. i uh, we talked a lot about Philadelphia already because I think we each picked the game. Did we all pick the game in Philadelphia? I guess so. But I feel like we've talked a lot I mean, about I want to beat a dead horse. But essentially, it comes down to that. Um, you know, they had some guys get into early foul trouble. Uh, Richard, I think, was perfect analysis to say, you know, they're a little too handsy. Um, and when you get into early foul trouble, it allows, especially when it comes to, like, Joel Embiid getting into early foul trouble, it allows the other center to ha- kind of have a field day. And Vucevic ended up having 25 points, uh, double-double with rebounds. So, I think... You're right. They got to be a little bit more disciplined. Realize that their offense isn't high caliber. You You're, can't just be you know, relying on that. Exactly. So you have to be able to slow the game down. Be a little bit more, a uh, little bit more patient. Your arms are very long, but you got to move your feet. Exactly. And then on the other way, and and then maybe score a little bit more in transition. You know, they're not the fastest team. Um, and they when that, Joel Embiid's out there, they're definitely not. Um, yeah, exactly. Ben Simmons
3: likes to push the ball, which is why some people say. Oh, huh, what if in like a two years or a year? What if Ben Simmons gets traded and they kind of do a Giannis kind of setup where they really accentuate all of his strengths and don't have to kind of compromise, which is which is uh, you know enticing to think about watching. But I think that they can figure it out in Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, another thing. I mean, the same thing with the. Uh, I don't know who they have. Really, have a guy that can guard their 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 small forward because Aaron Gordon, um, has he's crazy athletic, mm-hmm. uh, and he was kind of moving around the entire. You know, whenever you can dish the ball inside to Vooch, and then Aaron Gordon can kind of run around and get open. Like, he can shoot it. He can pump fake it. He can drive it. He can slam it down. Like, I think Aaron Gordon might be one of the most underrated players in the league just by watching him. Yeah, definitely. And it's unfortunate because he's on the Magic, so that's why he's overlooked. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame him. I mean, he I don't blame him for signing that contract. It was a big contract and big respect to him for sticking with the franchise that that, that gave him a shot. Um, but I think he could, if he was in a in a different market with a little bit more success, people would be talking about him all the time. Outside of like the dunk contest that he had with uh, Zach Levine, like nobody really talks about him. But I watched him live this year. Like it's ridiculous. He can kill you from anywhere. And the only reason that Mavericks really won that game is because he ended up fouling out at the end of the game. So he yeah, didn't yeah, get, two back to back. He didn't get to have yeah. a, an impact at the end of the game. Otherwise, I think maybe that script goes a little different. So uh, if you don't watch Orlando, which a lot of people probably don't. Check it out! Just for the sheer fact that you're gonna see some some exciting uh some exciting uh, plays from Aaron Gordon. Hey,
3: those dudes are all lanky too. On the defensive Marco end, they're Fultz.
0: like one of
1: the best teams to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. So.
0: That does it for week one of Pick'em. I'll just call it Pick'em for yeah. now until we think of another game. Uh, name for it. Richard standing in first place uh, with four with four points. Four points. Uh, I'm currently in second place with three points, and Andre is in third place with two points. So this week's picks, we're going to let Andre go first since he's in last place. We're going to kick it off with even games. Andre, who do you have first on there?
1: So my first even game was Charlotte at Brooklyn. I picked the Brooklyn Nets to take that one. Um, like with Spencer Dinwiddie, he's been playing a little bit better. He started the season off slow, but um, I'm expecting him to come around and you know really help play to his potential like he did last season. Um, actually, I think Kyrie, I didn't mention this on the injury report, but I think he has a sol- shoulder shoulder injury. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, he might be sitting out, so we might be seeing a little bit more uh, Dinwiddie and Levert akin to what we saw a lot more last season, but I, I, I like, I like the nets.
3: You want me to take the next one? You can go. So I actually took Detroit at Chicago, Chicago. Obviously it's very obvious despite what Zach Levine wants to say on anybody's podcast. They can't defend anybody. And it's cause Zach Levine just looks like a deer in the headlights. So like anytime there's a screen, he's just lost. He's just an open space. And so with Detroit going back there with, uh, like JV was saying, Derek Rose, maybe running some more pick and roll in his hometown, energized, ready to shoot. Uh, Blake Griffin back and roll uh, I think that they can uh, definitely make some noise and take care of the lowly Chicago Bulls.
1: That was a good pick. I want it. Like, <laughs> it was between that one and mine. And when we picked these picks,
3: guys, not to give you too much inside baseball, uh, Andre got the first choice because he was, last. he was losing. I got the last <laughs> choice because I'm winning at this point in time. So I managed to secure this one for uh, yeah. Team Rich. Hopefully it pays out for me. What do you got for your first one, JB?
0: Uh, for my first play, I have Toronto uh, winning at home against Orlando. I'm honestly, a little surprised that this isn't even game in Vegas. So, if you're a betting person, I might take a take a swing at that spread. <laughs> I believe it was only four and a half. Um, but OG I think back. yeah, yeah, I think Toronto sizes up really well with Orlando pretty much in every position. Um, Marcus Sew, although you can you can put him on his heels, and Vooch might have you know some opportunities to do that. Outside of that, I think there's not really anybody. Who can match the intensity of Pascal Siakam? Even though I just talked about oh, Aaron, Aaron Gordon Lord. being very, <laughs> very Isaac athletic, um, but man, Marcus Allson sunned the hell out of a Vucevic last
3: season. Isaac and Siakam are the same year too, right? I yeah.
1: think yeah. they are. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, just
3: oh, man. Marcus Allson sunned the that hell. That should out be a good guy. match. Yeah, and I think Toronto I just I hit a
0: little bit of a, he'll, a little bit of a road bump, but I think they're still built to make a run throughout the playoffs. And like I said, they have shooters, even despite losing Danny Green and. and uh, And Kawhi Leonard, they still have those two guards in the backcourt that, like I said, this last game they put up 54 points. Like, if they can give you half of that, and Pascal Siakam just has a typical, you know, spicy P game, uh, they'll definitely handle business. And Orlando... um, Dude, if Pascal has a game like he had against the the Blazers, the quote that I wanted to say earlier
3: that I didn't get to, uh, Pascal was saying... Man, it felt like college. I was just posting up every possession on these short boys. He didn't oh, say the short God. boys part. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, they had no defense on the wing. So if he happens to have a game kind of mm-hmm. like that, even though the Magic are kind of lengthy, yeah. I can see your your prediction coming true. So Yeah, so they match
0: up know. well with them. Um, so he might not have that kind of success. But <laughs> still, they match up well on both sides of the, of the court. And ultimately, I feel like they have a little bit more offense, especially in the backcourt. Even though Jonathan Isaac averaging 24 points a game, very impressive yeah. out of him. Um, DPOI defense, I'll go, too. I'll go to the next game. Since I just did one, one two, three. One, Let's two, just two, snake three. it back. Yeah. All well, right. All right. Oh, we, we can snake it I back. Good. All what? right. Well, I pick San Antonio to take care of Washington. <laughs> uh, in Washington, I feel like San Antonio is not playing up to their their talent. Um, DeJounte White had, had a had a strong game the other day. The problem is they're two stars, I guess. You know, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge and, uh, and De, uh, DeMar DeRozan. Um I don't know, man. I feel like they're a little bit... You know Underrated
3: Oh they're not looking super good Yeah right they're not mm-hmm.
0: looking super good um, They're playing a little Lackadaisical um, Andre you mentioned Pop looking heated I think maybe He needs to stir it up A little bit maybe He got ejected last game yeah, maybe. He said eject me <laughs> Yeah I think he needs To change something up With that starting lineup You know oh, Maybe make these guys You know work for their minutes Um, Whatever it takes to spark it I'm just not a big fan of Washington I, This is really why I on Because I just think Washington's just not very Not very up to Up to par you know, Outside of Bradley defend, Bill, so. It's like man what are you what are you gonna do i think about the game they played against the mavericks that we watched and it was like if bradley as soon as bradley Beale got ejected for that stupid double technical um it was, it was over it was yeah. over like you're not gonna you're, you're more getting offense anywhere else so that was an easy pick for me just because i it wasn't so much that i believe in the spurs as much as i just don't believe in washington who's next
3: uh I, we can it back my way so the minnesota timberwolves just beat the jazz the other day uh uh carl anthony towns is doing a great job of shooting a bunch of threes keeping rudy gobert out of the paint and out of the other guys faces on, on on defense which is of course his strongest suit i think he they can definitely repeat that formula uh coming up on what's the date coming up on wednesday um at home so uh looking forward to that sometimes like for whatever reason utah like they've added more offense they've added bogey they got you know mike Conley shooting threes and even though he was slumping no matter how good it seems that they've got it flowing at times, it just looks like they got a lid on the rim. You know what I mean? So I'm wondering if I'm riding the Andrew Wiggins train for one stop, Andre. Uh, hopefully he can light it up for me. Hope Don't just use him. Use him <laughs> uh, McCarthy Towns can keep it up uh, shooting those Can't threes and pull uh, pull, Gobert away from the rim and have some success and just squeak it out. So that's what I'm hoping for. Hit, hit him with that home at home. So what's your next
1: one, Andre? You pull it back up. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't get that. Yeah. So my last one was L.A. Clippers at Boston. So um, Boston at Clippers. Or,
3: Boston at L.A. And I'm reading upside.
1: And then you down. pick the Clippers. Yeah, I picked the Clippers. Um, mostly. So uh, there hasn't been an announcement whether or not Kawhi is going to play in that. I kind of expect him to. But I think not, he even to. even if he doesn't, um, I still like the Clippers. They're playing at home. Boston's been kind of injury-riddled. I don't know if Smart's going to play, and if he will, I don't know if he's going to play all his minutes. But uh, all that aside, I I still kind of like the Clippers more just because they're a more experienced team. I like what their offense is doing, even though um, without either if, – if Paul George or Kawhi's not playing, they lose that game. Either way? Their one? offense yeah. – They've lost every game that Kawhi hasn't played mm-hmm. without Paul George. right? Um, just oh, you're because their offense is struggling. Oh, you're right. saying but if, but if one of them, them plays... Oh, yeah. You, you, I like their lives a lot. They're, yeah, they're a lot better. Can I hijack what you're talking about yeah, to sure. talk
3: about what I was viewing? I was watching yeah. Paul George's comeback. His sure. three games. Uh, a lot of people were talking about how he had 77 points in the first two like, outings. Like first two games. Which is awesome. Are, yeah. He had shoulders of iron. Like, just literally just... <laughs> Aim bots installed <laughs> in him, man. Just, he just knocking dudes away. And yeah. like I was saying earlier that... Uh, Danilo Gallinari was looking very svelte and Paul George was looking very smooth, but he was just getting to his spots, no rush, no hesitation, shooting threes. You could see some rust there. You could see that he, like, had this crazy, like, top of the three-point line, jumping, turning past to the opposite wing and just sailed out of bounds. Like, <laughs> obvious signs of rust, but outside of those few moments where it looked, like it looked like he had to get in tune with the players, the first thing I wanted to say was it looked as though if Kawhi was playing, uh, you just, like, Erased him in Microsoft Paint and put oh, in Paul, cool. George, Paul George, and it fit perfectly. Like the formula fit exactly. Like yeah. he knew how to work with uh, Ivaka Zubats. He knew how to work with Montrose Harrell. Kind of made me think back to when he was playing with uh, Roy Hibbert. Like he knows how to play with a big. Even though uh, Stephen Adams wasn't a super offensive kind of guy, yeah. he was throwing the labs. Still- looked, looked like he really fit in the offense, and it really made me think. Like, wow, he must have really been plugged in. During game film, watching practice, and those three on threes and five on fives leading up to this, because it didn't look like they missed a beat. Um, he had a lot of turnovers. He had five turnovers against the uh, Pelicans. Like I think Drew Holiday stripped them almost every time. And then he had seven turnovers against uh, against Chris Paul and the Thunder when they played at uh, Oklahoma City, or uh, sorry, when Oklahoma City came to visit them at Staples Center, which I thought was pretty wild. Like you know, so many teams, so many players have been traded between those two teams. It was crazy. Yeah, like, it was I'm crazy to on. see, but. Just in general, um, that game was was awesome. He had a clutch three uh, to go three, to go yeah. ahead, which is not something that you it's always a ball game. When yeah. you always think of when you think about Paul George, you think about that commercial, that Gatorade commercial, right? Real Before, smooth. There's right? a yeah. ball
0: game, and then
3: <laughs> misses everything. Oh no, that's the no YouTube OT. Parody, yeah, that's right? no OT <laughs> tonight.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> no OT <tea> tonight. <laughs> well, yeah. But anyway, I'll we'll so, link
0: you guys that Gatorade meme commercial. Yeah, yeah.
3: so uh, I'm up Put on in I'm up on your pick, Andre. Nice pick. I think that uh, Paul George, if he's playing, which I think he will be. Uh, will plug in nicely and they can get the win. And if Kawhi Leonard, like, even more of a bonus.
1: Yeah, and then when you factor in that, you know, it's Kimba Walker, Patrick really is going to really annoy him. So he'll probably put a little bit of a damper on his scoring a bit. Um, it's going to be difficult for them, I feel, to get consistent scoring against. Yeah. Paul George is at twenty nine
3: point point points per game. He's yeah, at right. nineteen points per game for his career. Yeah. Um, so, and they're just playing them like crazy. Like he had four fouls to start the third quarter. Just well, start. Third get back quarter. out there. No, and he said, "Stay in there," because like, <laughs> we got to see where your conditioning is at. Just yeah. play it like crazy. So, yeah. so that's what I like. Playoff.
0: I, I like what
1: you are picking. What are we <laughs>
3: down
0: to the last couple games, or are you still
3: that's need to your, pick sure, your, upset. your last one?
1: Though? So now we need to do oh, uh, need to, uh, upsets. We, Andre's upset. Andre's upset. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh yeah, so my upset. Um, so the list of available upsets were kind of <laughs> slim pickings for it's us. It's like, yeah, it's like, man, I don't, I don't know if any of these guys are going to lose. But um, I went with Philly just because New York's been kind of on a hot streak res- recently. I think they've got they got two games in a row. Looks like they kind of figured something out. Uh, Julius Randle's actually uh, been shooting from the three pretty well. I guess he got a lot of confidence from us, not over the entire season, just like the past few games. So um, it looks like he found his stroke. Dennis Smith Jr. had a really good game against us, so it feels like he's got his confidence back. He was away for a while with, like, family. Uh, his his stepmom died mm-hmm. and um, coming back from injuries and things like that. So it seems like they figured a little bit of it out. I mean, it's still dysfunctional, but also I had to pick something. So I, I – I feel like they had the best chance. <laughs> Philadelphia's kind of been slipping. Yeah, Like, they don't really have an identity. Dang. Ben Simmons has been a coward and won't shoot the threes. <laughs> so, it's like, all right, I'll uh, pick Andre, Andre picking
0: against Philadelphia, man. I am, man. Uh, what, what you got? Jamie? Like Andre said, there wasn't much to pick from. But uh, I picked Atlanta. Against Milwaukee, <laughs> um, the only, the only, uh, the only semblance of hope I found there is that they rebound the ball better on offense than Milwaukee does, so they can get some more second chance points. So my strategy for Atlanta to beat Milwaukee you be is to slow them. down the game, limit the amount of possessions that Milwaukee has. You know, what? You're run- it's,
3: it's just funny because like the the, the, Atlanta Hawks co- the Atlanta Hawks coaching staff is going to be receiving an email from shotcollarshow at gmail.com oh. saying, try this coaching plan try now. Try it. They're and like, please. We'll, we'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah,
0: anywhere, especially against the Bucks." But- Are you looking for a job? <laughs> yeah, they got to slow down the pace, uh, You know, bring it across half court a little bit slower, but run some set plays, uh, preferably with several screens. Hey, man, I have uh-huh. a
3: connect in Atlanta. We can try to get the game plan too. Uh, try it, man. Lee Ellis from the No Dunks crew, formerly of the starters, Meet him we dm each other back and forth and yeah, send him this i'll send him <laughs> i'll send him this little clip and see if he can pass it forward to the guys at the fortress
0: yeah some double screens just to get you know guys off balance i think i feel like uh as good as Giannis is a defender if you can do like a double switch and then he suddenly has to guard trey young like trey young can get can, we've seen him get crafty and he uh, got a
1: long way to go to get around the long man hey the, man he's he's quick. but he can do it man and, he's uh, like
0: and we can suddenly find ourselves having a trey young game where he's you know. 15 for 15 from three point line and they beat
1: milwaukee by two points <laughs> what's the what's to stop milwaukee from doing the same thing and just getting switch they, don't have on guy, they don't have a guy that can shoot like that oh you're talking just, about on defense just, just they, switch trade oh
0: Giannis isn't as quick around the screen he's got just, he's so long it gives the guy an opportunity and you can just play zone against Giannis. Yeah. Well, why would you play zone against the hawks well, makes no sense you get that plays right into the hand
3: <laughs> shoot over the zone yeah um, so i guess we'll move on to my pick I said you can
0: just play zone against Giannis. <laughs> That's not that easy. Yeah. I don't want that taken out of context. Right, I was just talking about his three-point three shootings. So. Um, Alright, so my final pick and
3: everyone's been defending their picks and I really got to defend mine, guys, because I had two choices. I had Uh, Golden State Warriors, which who I would have had to pick against Dallas at Dallas. And I know Dallas is a great home team, but
1: like we beat them last year when they were good, but
3: Golden State is like the easiest team to pick against. Like that's the biggest advantage you could possibly get. So I couldn't pick them to win against Dallas. It just didn't make sense. So I had to pick Cleveland versus Miami. Like, and Cleveland is, we know they're the team that you come back to play against to make yourself look good when you're coming back from injury or whatever it might be. But I'm just hoping that, Maybe we got to reverse Miami jinx, like Cleveland visits Miami, and then Miami's like... Hey, we're in Miami. Let's go to the club. <laughs> you know? We're just playing like Cleveland in the morning. <laughs> I have no basketball analysis to give you guys this time. I'm just hoping that the strip clubs and the clubs can take out Jimmy Butler and company. And, hey, Jimmy and Butler and got Maybe loosen up the Cavs a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even think Kevin Love's going to play.
1: Kevin Love and Tristan might not play, just, man. I'm, I'm you, just, you're you swinging at the fences. I'm just
3: <laughs> hoping. <laughs> I should have picked the Warriors. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm right. You should have.
1: Honestly, you probably should have picked the Warriors. I'm going
3: to ride with Miami in this one, guys. <laughs> Miami nightlife. Hey, don't sleep on the Warriors. i Pascal. I know. Himself a season but hey Jeremiah Green said he can't even play he's going off of a lot of talent right have, now
0: if, if they were winning some more games he'd, we'd be talking about to him top two and rookie of the year honestly right now he, he's very good <laughs> yeah
3: uh, he's showing some promise that's for sure but
0: anyway that's my pick let's go ahead and move forward because I don't want <laughs> so to think well, about it anymore we'll put these up on Twitter so everybody can see our predictions for this coming week um, and then like I said we're still open to ideas as to what kind of punishment the loser of this is going to is going to take. um we have two weeks left. Mm-hmm. That's so, a four take uh, per take. Yeah, so. uh, we have two weeks left of this, so it's still going away. Rich is currently in the lead, but it's a very slim lead. I mean, you can only get four points. It could very well be a three for three week for Andre, and suddenly he's in the leaderboard, uh, atop the leaderboard. Um, what do we have next on the agenda? All we have left is the, is, the,
3: is the uh, oh, well, well, you, we had some jerseys unveiled, right? Did we oh yeah, about some
0: them? jerseys unveiled. If you haven't already checked this out, uh, check the latest post on Instagram. That's the underscore shot callers. You can also find the link. Uh, on Twitter at shot Caller show, we linked it straight to our Instagram, but essentially uh, we had some Jersey reveals. We had about seven Jersey reveals and just a quick little detail or just a recap of what that looks like for the people that are listening to us and aren't able to check us out right now. Oh my goodness. So the first Jersey is going to be the rockets. It's basically a, what they call a NASA themed Jersey. Uh, with oh the H Town across the front. Hey, I haven't seen that. It looks well, really nice. It's white with the black lettering H Town, and then the the red uh, li- the red outline. I like the Rockets logo. Let me. Along I just ways. want to mention
1: something. You know what you noticed that's not there that has been in the past. The no,
3: no I don't. The know. Chinese Chinese letters.
1: Chinese letters oh, on
3: this particular one.
1: What's the city? On any other the Rockets? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah, they've had several, uh, yeah. you know, China-inspired ones. Have they had this season, though? Not yet, but I think they'd still do so. Like, yeah. the government of China doesn't control the language.
0: Well, <laughs> I don't, I'm just saying, I don't they, haven't, they haven't been doing <laughs> be anything. A, I would think you would keep it there. Yeah. Right, so Try to keep, them. But they haven't done people any. will keep watching. Um, but that's a very nice looking one. Oh, probably one of my favorites. The next one uh, is going to be Atlanta. We got Trey Young rocking the Peach Tree jersey. So yeah, it's I actually, really like, it's, like that. it's a black jersey. Um, outline with peach color trim um, The word peach tree across the front Also in peach And the numbers also in peach Yeah
3: that's the one I'm probably the highest on, I think that
1: sure. one's the best Out of these at least Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, The Atlanta one Like, I just like how they Really lean into the state Kind of fruit And you know Being the peach of oh, the course peach con- You peach know about their state. blog Being peach tree hoops And it's something that I think that Dallas could Or uh, uh, a Dallas based team Like Houston Or San Antonio Or um, I mean, A Texas based team uh, Sorry A Texas based team <laughs> Dallas, San Antonio, or Houston could kind of lean into more. It's the Lone Star State, you know what I mean? Uh, so why not give it a shot and try to use that some of that some of that theming the on, their, on their stuff? Yeah, exactly. And the Mavericks have a star, but and like the Spurs don't. They have the spur, of course, but like other than that, they have the military camo kind of thing. Yeah, everything else is kind of uninspired. So yeah. maybe it's something right. they could lean into in the future. get into this Rockets Dallas one that's garbage. So. They
0: got but, that. Uh, the next one is Orlando. It's an all black. It's a shiny black. It's almost like a leather anthracite
3: gray or black. I think Anthem is what side it's called. Black for sure. Yeah. Side it's
0: black. Yeah. gray. Yeah. And then a bright red, uh, lettering with a white trim on the lettering. Um, pretty simple. Nothing too crazy, but it looks cool. Uh, I wouldn't hoop outside with it. It just kind of completely
1: <laughs> throws me off because you're seeing these teams wearing colors that they don't normally wear. So you got Atlanta in the blue. Oh, yeah, Orlando traditionally in the blue. Well, Florida
3: is the orange state, you know. Yeah. So I think th- I think that... Is this that is like orange? A, is this yeah, like Florida's is the oh, orange. Okay, it looks red on me. Yeah, I think is it's kind orange? of a... That makes a lot more sense. Sure it's orange? <laughs> I think, yeah, it's or orange. I, I think they just didn't want to go all orange. They wanted to kind of test the waters, which is why they did the lettering. I think the lettering is kind of safe. Like, it looks like looks like almost like a laser
0: tag oh, yeah, team. We'll talk mm-hmm. about lettering here in a sec with some of the other oh, jerseys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's see the rest of them. The oh, next, speaking no. of lettering, the next one is the Dallas Mavs. Um, I can hear this jersey. Fat Mavs. Across <laughs> I, Sounds like okay, Ace of Basin. In, for anybody listening, we're 90s babies. We are born in the 90s. And uh, Andre 89, the oldest of us. No, I'm 90. Oh, 90? Okay. Yeah. Um, but... The lettering looks like tagging um, that you'd see across the train station. Which, across you, the train which you do see. You yeah, do, you, you do see, see it. Around here, yeah. But I don't want that on my jersey. That's also not <laughs> what I think Especially, of I think this of. is not even the best kind of tagging. Right. <laughs> it's yeah, like exactly. very bold and
1: and like very round. Bold. This is a very Nickelodeon notes. To, to,
0: to quote
3: my it. man uh, Spongebob Squarepants, it's bold and brash. And then <laughs> they say,
0: more like belongs in the trash <laughs> uh, <laughs> the base color is the bright blue and then it's got the bright green trimming so it's got all kinds of like yeah, on, like Nickelodeon like Anderson in case you can't see it it might work and we'll link um, we'll link it in the in the <laughs> description of the YouTube channel and on our Twitter so everybody can it's so, already up on our Twitter this, and on our Instagram this these jerseys well, premiere. at least
1: the Mavericks one premieres next Tuesday so y'all see it live soon
0: Another rip quote rich, right? rich another safe one another rip city jersey it looks a little bit more retro just I say that because of the trim uh you kind of have the alternating red white black red white black um so if you look at that one I mean that that looks a little old school the trim I right? like the, I so like the like color
3: a, and the arm kind of sleeve design yeah yeah the reason That's I say old school
0: is about. because i it, it reminds me of the jerseys that like Bill Walton would wear is there yeah. like a
1: watermark on that jersey
0: and I don't think yeah. so and the rip city Oh, font, I know what you're talking about the Rip City
3: font in the front actually looks like their other previous sleeve jersey. You remember that jersey that Dave little wore? That yeah. white one with the white sleeve, which looked very fresh. That's the font I think is taken directly yeah. from, which can't hurt Like if it was successful. I mean, these, are, these are good. And I like the V pattern on the collar.
0: Andre, I don't, I don't know if that's on song. the jersey or that's from on the, the picture. picture. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it says it's established in 1997, so I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, this next one.
0: Detroit, Motor City, looking like a Barcelona soccer jersey. Yeah, oh. Oh, yeah you're It's got right. the vertical red and
1: blue. Well, it's like the, it the, the, the racing party. hood of a car, right? So that's what yeah, it's supposed to be. Like that's yes. what it is. Yeah.
0: Like, Motor City and plain white across the front, very simple, but the color scheme, uh, I'm not a huge fan of it. Maybe there's some significance there for you people from Detroit. The, I mean, the orange
3: totally... looks like the flames of the horse when the horse was on the Detroit jersey. You remember that,
0: those oh, years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of what it reminds me of. I think it would
1: have been better if it was a blue jersey with red stripes. But yeah, who knows? We got know. three more, guys. Oh, the next one
0: is uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, I'm a fan of these. Cream City? Yeah, I like um, uh, a uh, cream color with the green uh the green trim, green lettering. I don't even know what the Cream City stands for. You, it's because they make a lot of uh, milk. Cheese. Cheese. Oh, they're, cheese. They're big dairy. dairy they have products. a lot of
1: farms and stuff up there. Oh, like, it's like
0: their big like export is yeah. like dairy. Yeah. Like the cheese. <laughs> same place. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, dairy their primary is export. The jersey. Yeah. This jersey also has that logo.
3: So Ch- whoever Ch- took the picture. Charles Barkley uh, should be talking about the big old Milwaukee women probably. I like this
1: one. I just, uh, I'm not a big fan of the font. Oh, I, I the like cream it. city. Text. I like the cream everything coloring. Everything else I like.
3: Yeah. I like the kind of off-white tone. Just yeah, like really I like bad. the Philadelphia 70 ers previous like parchment-colored just, jerseys. I like those too Oh, no,
1: it's just too blocky.
0: Next one is going to be from the Nuggets. I think it's just basically a redo of last year's. Oh, I can't. Oh, that one. Got a rainbow there. coming across the, the skyline, I guess. Is that the Ember skyline? It's their mountain skyline the
3: mountain with the cities in good. the front. Mm-hmm. You can't mess that kind of motif up. And I like the darker color of them base jersey the as opposed to the white. Even though Probably I like 1, the white too. 280 TV. meters.
0: Oh, it's isn't it? Yeah. I'm a huge fan of yeah. lasers. That's so that's like I mean, the the you can line. mess them up definitely, but this looks good. Yeah. So
3: I'm cool with that. And then the last one. Oh, pretty whack. Yeah.
0: Um, Dude, this looks like, this looks like old, fake Peter Pan. Well, like. I think the font looks like it's like old, uh, like Irish. It's supposed to be like Celtic design right. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what, it looks like,
3: what it looks like to me is it looks like those those trick Photos where it's like, is this just blue or is it
1: gold? Like, is this jersey real? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Like, no, what is? Is what it green like. and yellow or white or, or is now, it bluish? As you, guys, yeah. as you guys
0: are looking at these, I'll go ahead and disclaim. I guess the only ones that have been like officially announced are going to be the Houston one, the Dallas the one, the Dallas one, the Atlanta one, the Orlando one, and the Portland one. Oh, actually, and the Nuggets one. Yeah. This uh, Boston one though, I don't know. I ain't
1: feeling it. Hey. Yeah, the
0: rest are leaks so i guess they could technically Mavericks. i guess they could technically suddenly not be the true the real thing but so far the <laughs> other ones that were leaked because the, the other ones that i just mentioned were leaked at one point and they ended up being the, the real ones. so yeah. i think we can feel confident about these go ahead and check them out comment on the picture or, or even down below which of these jerseys you think are hideous yeah which is the and best which... and which is the worst yeah go ahead and rank I think... them i like to see your rankings yeah. to see what you guys like out there like i said i'm a fan of the light jerseys I kind of like that Atlanta one. I mean, not that Atlanta one. Yeah, the Atlanta one was I mean, the good. Atlanta one's good. But that the I even like the Orlando one. That one's alright. Do we got anything else on the agenda, Rich? Maybe uh, a little, well, do I gotta, we have another edition of... Yeah, you <laughs> got to do it with me. You ready? Rich Bit. I'm oh, doing dude, that <laughs> <are you>?
3: Rich is <laughs> Bit. I don't know. Okay, okay, we so got today, Rich? Pretty easy. Uh, so I actually took some time out of my day. I had some spare time before I came over here to prep for the show. Uh, I was getting kind of hungry. I was like, man, let me stop by this place I've been meaning to go to. Ever since I kind of heard that it had an NBA connection, I went to Blaze Pizza, which is a... You went
1: all the way over there? Oh, or I mean, there there's one hour on I, time, I go right? to school out there, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. So I stopped by Blaze Pizza, a chain that was, pretty good. That was bought by LeBron. Uh, I think it was in like 2016. He liked it so much, he bought a steak in it. And then that kind of reminded me. And it was good. I liked it. Yeah. The pizzas are... Roasted in 180 seconds, which is like three minutes or whatever very fast fresh ingredients Everything was made fresh is what they were saying customize that however you want no matter how many toppings you get uh, You know, you can it's the same price and the brown was like I like it with arugula uh, Pepperoni and like a bajillion bajillion toppings So and I didn't want none of that the way that, that they uh, <laughs> the way that they roasted it. it cooks it all the way through and It was great. Uh, I think I rate that meal a solid seven and a half Maybe even eight out of ten. So and cool. it was thin crust so I didn't feel super heavy afterward I even got a couple of garlic knots on the side, oh, so man, I was man. feeling feeling wild. Oh, he went ham. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it was a personal pizza.
0: It wasn't like this big old large. You <laughs> know what I mean? But anyway, so it's like they say, any pizza is a personal pizza if you try <laughs> hard enough. Yeah, yeah just, you know, <laughs> ooh, that reminds me of the time, man. My
3: older brother, man, we were we, we were always at each other's throats. And one time, my mom, and this isn't even the big part, but y'all just got me uh, thinking back. <laughs> he was mad at me, or I was mad at him. Or no, he was mad at me probably. And I was like, what's your deal? And he was he was sleeping. And my mom was like out at like some function or whatever. And, you know, I'm like 13, he's 17. So we're on our own. We're boys, you know. And she calls me on the home phone. And she's like, hey, are y'all hungry? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, okay, I'm bringing out pizza. And so I ate the whole damn thing. Wow. <laughs> and I didn't want to get mad. So I threw the box away in the like large like city trash can outside. So he never knew. So, you just reminded me of that. So, that definitely man, was a personal pizza. That's
1: why he was mad at you. <laughs> but <laughs> but anyway, like,
3: so that's not even the bit. So, eating, <laughs> eating, uh, eating that Blaze pizza made me think of when Kevin Durant, like constant number two to LeBron, always wanted to be number one, picked second in, in the draft, chasing LeBron. Like, hey, you know, I beat him in the finals. Am I might not have validated now? Now I'm injured, blah, 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 blah. I can never really take my place on the throne as number one. He bought Pieology, another, uh, another San Francisco based or, uh, California based pizza chain. And now they got, you know, uh, fighting pizza chains. So I was like, man, that's pretty crazy. And so I was like, man, some people are just always in competition with each other, like no matter what you do. And so it just made me think of times like in my life where I'm like, man, is there somebody that I just always had to go at or like in, in, in my time? And it made me think back to, I was gonna ask you guys about this too, but it made me think back to when I used to work, uh at a certain retailer a few years ago uh, on a certain side of town. And I met a good friend of mine named Adrian. And I uh, I met, I was meeting Adrian for the very first time. And I was like, I was in charge of the store. I was like the assistant manager or whatever. And we were bringing him on for the holidays. And he was like, we're giving a little tour. I was like, yeah, here's how this works. Here's how this works. And it was like an orientation of about three people. So me, the assistant manager, and then these guys all coming on as new recruits. And he goes, so who's the top salesman here? And I was like, it's me. And then he was like, oh, well, I'm about to take you down. And I was like, man, who do you even think you're talking to? Don't even step to me. And so it's a week later. He yeah. was the manager. No. <laughs> right? uh, you know, so we ended up getting along, you know, really well. We're friends to this day, hang out all the time. But it would just make me be like, man, don't even come at me like that or you know, who do you think you are? So that's probably what LeBron thinks about Kevin Durant. Or just maybe made me want to ask you guys, like, who are you always, like, in competition with or an experience like that, maybe in your job or something uh, like that?
0: Well, for me, it's pretty easy because I work in sales. And, like, there's five different districts in our area. And it's, it's always a constant, like, back and forth uh, about who's better. And when, if anybody out there has worked in sales, you know that it's always about what you've done lately. So even though I feel like I have an extensive resume of success in the past year or so, if I get beat one weekend or whatever, they just hounding me for the whole weekend. I got to live with that shit for the next like month sometimes. And you don't get out from under that. And I'm just like, y'all don't even know. Like y'all don't even know what y'all are doing. (laughs) If y'all were actually good, you'd beat me here and here and here. Uh, Let me show you why I'm better than you. You know. I've got the numbers in my back pocket, uh-huh. and it's just like, why? Like, I'm like, why do I even have to talk to you? You know
3: what you sound like? You sound like LeBron. This past like couple of weeks yeah. when he was dunking on dudes, yeah. And he goes, "Y'all said I was washed up." <laughs> yeah, like no one said that. <laughs> <You> know, that's <laughs> how I feel
0: sometimes. I'm like, I don't suck. You, you suck. Why do say you? Why is there always <laughs> a target on my back? Yeah. Like, that is how I'm LeBron. <laughs> They said I was washed. Oh, man. <laughs> the washed king is yeah. what he was saying. Oh, my
3: God. <laughs> Anything you want to contribute to this, one, Andre? Oh, uh,
1: man. I work in IT. Y'all have like fun sales jobs where y'all are going at each other and stuff <laughs> all day. Um, everything I'm, in my job is like team oriented. So oh, it's always so. like, hey, comrade. you need help with this? Hey, hey can you approve this? Hey, you work on this? Well, just but, to steer,
0: uh, th- this is something the, the listeners might not know about Andre used to play competitively, Andre. Oh, you guys were a big community. Oh, I know there was back in the day. All the time, it didn't (laughs) matter. You gonna share
1: the backstory now? man, there was a billion times of dudes who, you know, you're better than. Let's give. But they can get, they'll get like one. Give give them a a a little (laughs) complex. Sorry, so y'all probably play like Street Fighter, Marvelous Capcom, something like that. So we were playing Street Fighter. There's this one guy who.
3: Oh, so he played <laughs> a little more preface yeah. in here. Andre and JV and I have known each other for about 13 years now, and we actually met uh, at tournaments, kind of like what Andre's talking about here. So
0: yeah. Andre was the one that kind of took it to the next level and performed at, you know, national level. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: But yeah, so I'm, I made a whole bunch of friends doing all of that. But yeah, there was one guy, local community guy. He was, he played a character that was very unconventional. So a lot of people didn't really know how to deal with him. So because that, he had a lot of success. But we wouldn't exactly say his skill level would was on par with the success he was getting, right? Uh-huh. So this guy, and he could talk shit like he he, he didn't care <laughs> oh, like man. if you beat him like ten times in a row, if he beat you once. Are you, are you
3: gonna name this man?
1: Nah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm protect, not gonna protect name. Protect his identity. I think I know. Coco Banana out. Man. <laughs> Y'all can search him, but yeah, this guy he used to talk all kinds of shit. So like I could beat him in a set. And it didn't matter. If, as long as he won the first, the last game, yeah. that's all that mattered. Oh, so man. anytime, no, no. I'm like,
0: that's all that Dude, mattered.
1: I think we all know a you guy know, like that. You know, what
0: I'm thinking, so that would ha- <laughs> yeah, that would happen sometimes when yeah. early on in the. I think years, everyone knows a guy like that. Me and Richard were playing. I go to his house, and he'd he, and he'd go on a run. You know, it'd be yeah. a day when he'd go on a run, and then I'd win the last one. I'd be like. Heading out. <laughs> See you later. I'm yeah, it's about that man, time, right? Yeah, we we're in yeah. high school.
3: It'd be like the weekend. JB, you want to come play some matches or whatever? You would come through. I'd be feeling it when you know six games in a row, seven games in a row. JB gets the one win. All right. Going home, baby <laughs> Or it, Yeah, and
1: it wouldn't, even, it wouldn't even be that either Like the game They'd record the games yeah. And they'd upload the <laughs> one part Where you lose They'd never upload the part Where they're getting their <laughs> ass whooped so I was like, eh. like, come on, man Early, Stop hey, the, <laughs> the winner gets to write well, the history books so That's how it is If it wasn't recorded Then it didn't happen <laughs> yeah, that's, funny. <laughs> that's funny That's funny. Right. But but yeah. a good one, Rich That's a good one yeah. if, you have,
0: guys, if you guys have any ideas For what you'd like Richard to feature on his next uh, Bits segment. episode Of Richard's Bits episode Oh, it's saga, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just send us a message uh, to shockhosh Or if you'd like to keep it you know, hidden from Andre and I, you can always reach Richard at uh, rich underscore
3: srk, S-R-K which R- is actually a fighting game terminology. So. Yeah, sure, you can anyway.
0: So just send him a message there, and that way uh, he can uh, feature on our next show. Um, so we got our nine games, three apiece uh, for this following week. Uh, again, if you guys have an idea for what you'd like the punishment to be, send us a message at shotcarshow at Yes, or at <laughs> Shot collar DM on Twitter, and we will, uh, if it's good, we want it to be actually a little embarrassing, because I think it'd be more fun for everybody. Oh, for the competition. Yeah, for oh,
3: sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. We want to be able to talk this, about this for years to come. Yep, still some basketball games to come tonight, so me. I think
0: we're going to go catch those. I think we have a couple of the West Coast games that are about to kick oh, off. Yeah, if LA, if LA versus already. OKC. Um, so, that'll do it for this week's episode. Until next time, I'm JV. I'm Rich.
1: I'm Andre. And we're the Shot Callers.